part two of Amy Snipple McPherson. And in this podcast, we're going to talk about Amy's experience with the baptism in the Holy Spirit. The Lord had convicted her at a Pentecostal meeting. Amy had been born again. She was 17 years old. And it was only natural that she would head back to the Pentecostal church because that's where the Lord had spoken to her. And it's also only natural that as a part of that, Amy would begin to seek the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Now, Amy started missing school so she could go to what were called tarrying prayer meetings. Now, what tarrying, that refers to in the book of Acts where Jesus told his disciples to tarry. Tarry ye in Jerusalem until ye be endued with power from on high. And so a tarrying prayer meeting was where Christians would gather and people there would be seeking the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And these prayer meetings could last for hours, but they would tarry there and wait as long as they could, seeking and praying uh, in order to receive this experience from the Lord, to receive this gift from the Lord. So Amy was skipping school and going to tarrying meetings. Now, not only that, the Pentecostals were not highly viewed by other denominations. Uh, many times Pentecostals were viewed as fanatics. And so for many, this was very difficult. She was glad that Amy had been born again. She was glad that Amy now had a passion for the Lord. And she shared these interests and these passions with her daughter. But... She feared Amy was becoming fanatical, especially when she heard Amy was missing classes. It was one thing to be caught up with Christian work and another to be speaking in tongues and doing badly in school. And it was so, um, the hostility towards the Pentecostals was so great that even the Salvation Army officers there in that area of Canada uh, the pastors of the church that many was attending began to talk to many about, you need to do something about your daughter. Now, needless to say, that particular Salvation Army barracks was in need of a revival themselves. But uh, many put her foot down, which she didn't often do with Amy. She said, Amy, you are to go to no more of these tarrying meetings. Well, Amy headed to the school the next day. And she passed the home where they were having the tarrying meetings. Now, her mother had uh, threatened her. And she said, Amy, if you go to any more of those meetings, I'm going to keep you at home. But, you know, Amy, she felt like this is what she needed to do. She wanted this gift from the Lord. She wanted this experience in the Lord. So she stopped off at the prayer meeting house where they were holding these meetings. It was the home of a Christian lady, and she talked to the lady that had organized these prayer meetings. Well, the lady of the house prayed that day, and this is what's really neat, guys. This is not the turn of events that you would at all expect in this situation. She prayed for Amy, and she prayed that either Amy would be baptized in the Holy Ghost right then, or the Lord would make a way for Amy to stay there until she was baptized. Because she didn't want Amy to disobey her mother. Okay, so they prayed, Lord, either baptize Amy right now or make a way for her to stay here until she is baptized. A Canadian blizzard hit that morning, trapping Amy 
in the house with the Pentecostal Christians. And that blizzard lasted a couple of days. And so Amy was then free to pray and seek God. However, Amy thought, "Uh uh-oh, I better call my mom and let her know where I'm at. And knowing my mother, she'll come through the snow, through a blizzard, and get me. But she thought, I've got to do the right thing. So she went to the phone to call her mother up, and the lions were down. So 17-year-old Amy spent that blizzard seeking the Lord and praying her heart out, and her prayers were gloriously answered. And she was baptized in the Holy Spirit with the initial evidence of speaking in tongues. And on Sunday, the blizzard was starting to clear up, and she knew she was going to have to head home. But she thought, I'm going to go to this Pentecostal mission one more time, because I know when I get home, my mom is not ever going to let me have anything to do with the Pentecostals until I am an adult, and so this is going to be my last time. So she goes to the meeting, and someone saw her and tattled to her Amy's mother, Minnie. And apparently they went to the meeting too because they were able to report on what Amy was doing. They said, oh, Minnie, Amy is shouting louder than any of those other Pentecostals. Minnie was horrified. And she asked this lady to please, when the service was over, bring Amy home with her. And then Minnie would come and pick her up. So Minnie headed over there to pick her up. And Amy's mother, as I mentioned earlier, Amy was rather spoiled. Amy's mother rarely put her foot down about anything with her. So Amy was a wee bit frightened. So Amy got in the the cutter and her mother scolded her and cried all the way home. And Amy sang all the way home. The Lord was with her. The Lord was keeping Amy's spirits up in the midst of this. And she couldn't help it. The songs were just coming out, overflowing out of her heart. And this just upset her mother more. They get home and uh, Minnie says, Amy, go tell your father what you were doing at that meeting. And Amy said when she told her father what she was doing, you know, shouting and raising her hands and all that, it sounded really bad, (laughs) you know. And so she goes up to her room then and as with most teenagers, she knew ways to eavesdrop on her parents. So she dro- I think she dropped down to the vent that was in the floor and put her ear there, and she heard her parents talking. And they were discussing that they were going to tell Amy if she ever went near the Pentecostals again, they would keep her home. They wouldn't even let her go to school. They would leave her uneducated. And they were certain that this would be enough to keep Amy in line. Well, Amy was very mature. Um, especially to be such a fresh young convert and to be a teenager, very mature. She talked to her mother and she said, I realize that children are to obey their parents. But she said, Mom, I want to challenge you. She said, if you can show me anywhere in the Bible where tongues is not for today, I will never go to the Pentecostal church again. Now, Minnie was a good Christian, and just like Amy, Minnie was very sincere in her beliefs, and Minnie took up the challenge. She was confident that she could show Amy from the Bible that the day of miracles was passed, and along with that, tongues was passed. Now, remember, Minnie was a Sunday school superintendent, and she had studied that Bible hard and had lived according to that Bible, to that Word of God. And to give you an idea of Minnie's personality. 
they made a movie about uh, Amy Simple McPherson. And in it, they cast, uh, I believe it was Faye Dunaway as Amy Simple McPherson and Betty Davis as her mother. So you get an idea of what kind of person you are when they cast Betty Davis to play you in a movie. So, when you're thinking of Minnie, think of Betty Davis. Okay, well, she was a a force of nature, a force to be reckoned with. And she, Minnie, was convinced that if she'd sit down in just a little while with her Bible and show Amy that Amy was wrong. Well, Amy kept her promise to her mother. She went to school that day. She didn't skip any classes. She comes home. She comes in the door, and her mother was still at the kitchen table with the Bible open in front of her. The morning dishes had not been done. Nothing had been done. And this was not like Minnie. Minnie was very particular. Everything in the house was the same as when Amy left for school that morning. And I think Amy was a little frightened. Amy had never seen her mother neglect chores before. And Minnie was at the table, her open Bible in front of her. When Amy walked up and sat down, Minnie informed Amy that rather than proving Amy wrong, her study of the Word of God had proven Amy right. Minnie was sincere when she opened that Bible up. She was sincere when she studied those scriptures, and the Lord showed her the truth. And it said that they both began to laugh and cry and weep and dance around the house. And Minnie received the baptism in the Holy Ghost herself not too long after and would be one of Amy's staunchest supporters. But I think it's neat that Amy was mature about the whole situation and offered this challenge to her mother. And her mother was open-minded and sincere And by the time it was done, the Lord showed many that the day of miracles, including tongues, wasn't past, but was still for us today. And this was based on just opening up that Bible and reading what the Bible had to say. And so things changed a lot around the uh, Kennedy household that winter. So that was part, uh, part two, talking about... Amy's experience with the baptism in the Holy Spirit and how it impacted her mother, Minnie. So, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope maybe the Lord spoke to you with it. Thank you.